Welcome to Apaga University. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. We are two entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. 16 years later and over 100 podcast episodes already under our belts, we invite you to continue on this journey with us as we share stories that resonate, insights that inspire, and practical guidance that empowers you to face any obstacle along this path. Whether you're a professional caregiver, a family member, or are simply curious about what your steps will be when you need them, you have come to the right place. Oh, hey, and while you're here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And after that, make sure you send this to a friend. Yes, do it. All right, we'll quit fooling around and get to it. Let's go. Class is in session. Hello, sunshines, and hello, Julie. What are you laughing about? You. <laughs> what I do this time? I don't know. You know, our I, what people don't see is the behind the stuff. Yeah, thank God for stuff because Alyssa covers us quite well, and and we always are just. Uh, we just have to get settled down before we get serious in yeah, our my, podcast. My new strategy, though, is to just like mid-sentence, just start in, and then it seems like it goes a lot better. But, and then you always catch me, as, I, and I'm because I'm, yes. Yes, but if I do that, then it's just, I don't know, <sighs> it seems to work better. Yeah. So I have a couple things going on. I think in a previous episode, maybe the last one, or at some point, no, the one about hair, talking about, you know, sometimes it looks like I comb my hair with a balloon. <laughs> kind of have that going on a little bit today. It's a little wild. Oh, I can relate. I'm feeling a little bit wild myself. Yeah. Well, in a minute ago, you were talking about your glasses yeah. and how you, I'm trying a new thing. These are the blue ones, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have reached that, um, yes. time, <laughs> that time in life where you become very, very special and you get to have two different prescriptions. <laughs> but I refuse to have like a bifocal. So <laughs> my, doctor, my eye doctor's like, well, we could get you desk glasses basically because I need a, a lower prescription to see this type of thing, yeah. see my notes, uh -huh. but you're kind of a big blur right now. So. That's the story of my life. <laughs> but anyway. I did, you had me try your glasses on yesterday and I about got, I know. And that I was got, the low. What did I get? Seasickness. Yeah. Dude. You're pretty dramatic about it too. <sighs> I just never. acted like you were going to fall out of your chair. Well, you put those things on and I just got all woozy. But what's funny is then I said, well, what, what it looks like to you with the glasses on is what it looks like to me with the glasses off. And there was like no sympathy or. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I walk around seasick all day long. No, I'm just playing. Uh, Anywho, so. Um, interesting. We might have to do a podcast on glasses. We probably should. Yeah, there you go. There's a lot of options these days, and yeah. um, or the TJ Maxx. I got. I finally ordered Kevin like like actual readers, not just the kind that you go and get mm -hmm. off the. I don't know what's different about them. I don't know anything about readers. Well, yeah, no, I we could get we better stop because okay. I could get going on glasses. All right, but that's not what we're talking about today. That is not what we're talking about today. No. Well, let's just get into our verse. And this <laughs> verse is actually James chapter one, verses two through four. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yeah. It is interesting because if you can take and turn situations bad situations into an opportunity for learning and growth and mm -hmm. perseverance mm -hmm. you really can look at it from a different angle mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem to be quite as bad 
you have to work on yourself because you have to let go. You do. First off of the situation. My story, which is actually uh, today's word with Joel Osteen, hit today. Uh It hit so hard on talking about this kind of thing and what what you need to do. Well, do it. Okay. I will then. Fine (laughs) by me. I can't Um, wait. (laughs) So basically, there's another scripture that goes along with his. And again, this is today's word from Joel Osteen. It says, I recall the many miracles he did for me so long ago. Those wonderful deeds are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about them. And that is Psalm 77 um, verses 11 and 12. And basically it's talking about the power of remembering. And it says, notice that the psalmist said thoughts of God's goodness were constantly in his mind. That is a great way to live. When we learn to recall good things God has done for us, it helps build our faith and keeps us encouraged. It's hard to be negative when you are constantly thinking about God's blessing and favor in your life. Mm -hmm. Too often, though, we remember what we should forget and we forget what we should remember. Mm -hmm. So in the scripture, after God miraculously stopped the Jordan River so the Israelites could cross over to the promised land, he told them to gather stones as a memorial of the event. He didn't want them or their children to ever forget his faithfulness. When God protects you, when he intervenes in your circumstances, when he brings unexpected successes, set up those stones of remembrance. Then think of them on a regular basis. When you get this awareness of God's goodness down inside you, your faith will grow and your joy will overflow. Wow. Right? It's a big deal. It's such a problem, I think, and I see it in kind of every area of life, whether it's um, family or employees or friends or, you know, volunteers or anything like that. It's so easy to always kind of just scale back and remember the the bad things oh, yeah. or the troubled times. And it's harder to fill with, what are the good things? You know, it, it, I don't know. So I try really, really hard to focus on the good things and remember the good things. And oftentimes, even in my life, like my kids or um, maybe will say like, oh, do you remember this? And it's kind of a, was like a, a bad situation or something. And I'll, I'll really have to work on it to remember it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to carry that stuff around. Yeah, no, that's excellent. Yeah. Um, but I, I live that every day because when you're doing service work like we do yes basically you can do a thousand things right but the one thing you do wrong that's what they remember remember. yeah and that is just human nature yes so we have to really work above that yes because (laughs) otherwise it can take you down yes well and there is there is validation in in some of the past things we do have to remember because we Mm -hmm. have to learn from them and we have to grow from them Mm -hmm. and you know use them as those stepping stones you actually had this happen um at a home visit recently where the family was like, we're not talking about anything in the past. And even if it was like five seconds ago, we're not talking about that it anymore. Was so sometimes you do have to go back and learn from those and be able to build on it. But yeah, I really struggled with that home visit because I wanted to be able to take a step back, evaluate where we had been mm-hmm. and then move forward with that. Right. But they were so <laughs> negatory on it, man. Yeah. They were just like, we will not talk. And literally, we will not talk about it. It had been five minutes prior to that. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, the that past five you minutes ago. The past. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but anyway, I don't know. I think the general concept is just trying to remember the good times, mm-hmm. build those uh, stones of remembrance, and try to focus on those and rely on those good things versus... Yeah. Always gravitating towards the negative. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I was reading something and I have to remember what it was, but it basically, it said, um, we're talking about 
your emotions Mm -hmm. and the things that come to your head the most are the ones that have the most emotion Mm -hmm. behind them, the memories. And so was it negative? Was it positive? Right. Hopefully more positive than the negative. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, because I think we, uh, I think they're called like significant emotional events. I learned mm-hmm. that in college 500 years ago, <laughs> in junior college, community yeah. college. I mean, who am I kidding? But anyway, yes, um, significant emotional event, And those are the things that really, really have like a lifelong impact sure. on you and yeah. it really shape the way that you behave. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, I think when I was learning about them, they were more the negative things, but mm-hmm. um and it's interesting because it's different for all of us. Oh my gosh. My sister just called me this morning and we had a great talk and she was um, talking about, you know, various things. And mm-hmm. she said something about our grandma mm-hmm. and, um, and grandma hasn't been with us for many, many years, but she made a comment about, I'll never forget this about grandma. And I was like, why don't I have that same memory? But for whatever reason, for Dana, it had been significant enough for her to remember that many, many years yeah. later. I was like, crazy, wow. huh? Yeah. And then you always wonder about your memory. You're like, should I have remembered that? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, what is your good news story? Well, mine's not really a great news story, but it goes along with our uh, topic of today, which is migraines. And so when I was uh, looking on the computer for all of the information today, uh, basically there's Bible verses about um headaches. So this gal had done up a blog Mm -hmm. and it said, I used to suffer from terrible migraines when I was a child. They were so annoying and just kept coming back. I remember the unbearable thumping pain that lasted for a full week one time. So I know how I can feel. I don't get them as much, nor are they quite as painful, but I did recently get a headache that lasted three days. Um, I can honestly say the more I prayed and the more I kept my mind on Christ, the better my head felt. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I pray and God doesn't rid me of the headache, but he comforts me through it. The experience taught me to keep my mind on the Lord in the most painful situations. Mm -hmm. Have faith and pray because God can heal the worst diseases. Even headaches God can use to help grow your faith and character. When you do have one, you can either ease the pain by keeping your mind on Christ and seeking comfort and help from him, or you can let it defeat you. For an extremely severe case, go to the hospital. God blesses us with hospitals and medicine for our benefit. And remember, you might see the physician but God can heal you through them because he is always working behind the scenes. Sometimes we just have to figure out the cause of the headache. Sometimes it can be stress, heat, low water intake, loud music, staring at the computer screen too long, doing a podcast with Julie, (laughs) skipping meals, (laughs) lack of sleep. Um, These are all things that led to my headaches and they might be causing yours. Continually pray, have faith and trust in our great healer. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, continuing on today's verse, this was actually 1 James 1, uh, verse 5, because you you stopped at verse 4. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. Mm -hmm. And then it talks about trust and um, all of the things when, you know, and it's hard, especially when you're not feeling well, Mm -hmm. to just say, okay, I'm giving this to you. And a lot of people are like, you know what, obviously she never had the kind of migraine I had. Right. You know, so there's going to be people that are going to poo-poo that. Yeah. But it, it just depends on where you're at. You're not one to get headaches often. Not often, no. Yeah. When I get one, you're, you're like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I'm very lucky. Yeah. And I have seen how you and your family have suffered. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I simply can't relate, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just I'm thankful that I can't relate because well, it's one less of the things I have to deal with. Our kids are just 
doomed with headaches because both my side and Kevin's side, uh-huh. um, yeah, we get them very, very bad. Yeah. I've got mine under control for the most part. And it's interesting because when I wake up in the morning, if I have a headache, they're like different degrees or different types of headache. Mm-hmm. I will wake up and immediately know, okay, this one can be fixed with a little aspirin and maybe some caffeine mm-hmm. or um, nope, nothing's going to fix this one except for time and trying to sleep it off or wow. Yeah. It, it's, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. And I used to have to on migraines, I would have to go and get shots a lot. Like that really? the cocktail where they do the, what is it like Demerol, Tordal and Fanagrin or something like that. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah. Um, I haven't had to do that in, in a long, long time. So that's good. Oh, that's really but good. It's, it's it's a thing. Um, so. um, one of the things that I was reading with um, this migraines was actually even if um, they're triggered by weather changes, and we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. but we have like two caregivers that immediately come to mind that if there's going to be a significant change in any of the weather, I can almost guarantee that they're going right. to have to call off for their day. So let's go back in time a little bit. We had a caregiver one time who on a Monday called because she told you she was going to have a headache on Thursday. Was that because the weather was changing or because she had something fun to do? Yeah, no, I'm not going to put that one under true uh, migraine diagnosis. Yes. You know, and, and some of those caregivers just phase themselves out, you know, after a shift or two, but never had I heard of that. No, we got a chuckle out of that one going, well, I am so glad that you know your body so well that you can uh, just say you this just is know, what I'm three gonna... days from now. I'm yeah. I'm gonna have a headache, yeah. so I just count me out for the day. <sighs> Some people's kids, yeah, your yours mostly. <laughs> All right. So if you guys have good news stories, if you have verses you would like to share, please email those. You can send it to Inga at epagahomecare.com or Julie at epagahomecare.com. Yes, do it. Do it. All right. Mayo Clinic, uh-huh. overview of migraines. That's yep. what we're going to start with today, yep. right? Yep. We're going to just start with a good old overview of the migraine. Yep. So what is a migraine? Learning about migraine disorder can be intimidating, but um, we're going to walk through the facts, the questions, the answers to help you better understand the condition. And a migraine is a headache that can cause severe throbbing pain or a pulsing sensation, usually on one side of the head. It's often accompanied by nausea, vomiting, and extreme sensitivity to light and sound. Migraine attacks can last for hours to days, and the pain can be so bad that it interferes with your daily activities. For some people, a warning symptom um, known as an aura occurs before or with the headache. An aura can include visual disturbances such as flashes of light or blind spots or other disturbances such as tingling on one side of the face or in an arm or leg and difficulty speaking. Medications can help prevent some migraines and make them less painful and the right medicines combined with some self-help remedies and lifestyle changes might be able to help you. So... Talk us through some of the symptoms. Okay. Uh, Migraines, which affect children and teenagers as well as adults, can um, progress through four stages. Prodrome, aura, attack, and postdrome. Not everyone that has migraines goes through all of the stages. So the prodrome is one or two days before a migraine. You might notice subtle changes that warn of an upcoming migraine. Um, This is interesting. Um, Constipation can be uh, something, mood changes from depression to euphoria, food cravings, neck stiffness, increased urination, fluid retention, and frequent yawning. Really? This is one of those where you're going to have to just journal the heck out of your life. That and maybe she knew. Yeah. Maybe she was having a prodrome. I am a lot. A prodrome so on gonna... Monday. <laughs> yeah. I've not experienced that, but that is an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. Um, an aura for some people, an aura might occur before or during the migraine and they're, Auras are reversible symptoms of the nervous system. They usually are visual, but can help include other disturbances, which symptom usually becomes gradually, builds up for several minutes, and then can last up to 60 minutes. Um, a visual phenomena, such as seeing shapes, bright lights, or flashes of lights, vision loss, pins and needles, sensations in the arm or leg, weakness or numbness in the face or on one side of the body, and difficulty speaking. Oh, this freaks me out. I know, because it's, to me... It sounds like a stroke Does to me. Somebody just had a freaking stroke. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you what, that is the worst. That is so scary. The attack um, usually lasts from four to 72 hours if untreated. How often migraines occur varies from person to person. Uh, they might occur rarely or strike several times a month. During the migraine, you might have pain usually on one side of your head, but often on both sides. It throbs or pulses. You've got that sensitivity to light, sound, and sometimes smell and touch, nausea and vomiting. Mm. And then the postdrome is after a migraine attack, you might feel drained, confused, and washed out for up to a day. Some people report feeling elated, like, oh, I feel better. <laughs> um, a sudden head movement might bring on the pain again briefly. Well, Kevin had a really bad one on Monday, and actually Tuesday, he was yesterday, he was working on uh, payroll, and he's like, my head is still not right, and my vision is not right. And wow. Yeah. See, that freaks me out. Um, when, um, about a month ago, mother had one of her, um, what are those vertigo things? Yes. And I'm like, uh, is this Virgo or vertigo or do we have to worry that something's wrong with your being? Right. Do you need to get in and have your head scanned? I mean, cause I immediately am thinking of all of the terrible things that it could be. And she's looking at me like I'm a freaking idiot going, it's vertigo. I'm a little dizzy. I'll be fine. Cause of course she doesn't want me to ever worry about her. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, well, Cheryl, I'm surprised you actually even knew that it had happened. I found out it sneakily because she doesn't tell us. <laughs> I don't remember how I did. I'm not going to tell her because she'll do, not do it right. again. So that's, anyway, that's how Mike and Betty are. Yeah. I often get asked how Kevin's parents are. And I'm like, they're great, but they would never tell us if they weren't. So <laughs> we're going with great. We don't want to worry the kids. <laughs> yes, never want to worry uh, the kids. But, but all of these are very scary mm -hmm. symptoms that could be related to 15 different things. Yeah. For the most part, I think migraine sufferers know. No. Yeah, see, I don't know. Right. And I've not had vertigo either, so I can't relate to what mother's going through, but it's a bugger. So remember that time when we were on the fishing boat in Hawaii and you had your head in the tiny little toilet because you were so... That was the most expensive kinda, nap I ever that's took. That's kind of like what oh. I vertigo feels like to me. Ew. So basically, I'm probably just going to go to bed and sleep through it. Yeah, depending on, I think, ew, it's, it's not fun. Remember that time when you put my glasses on and yeah, it's probably similar to that. Yes, <laughs> that's worse. That's the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, when to see a doctor, mm -hmm. basically migraines are oftentimes undiagnosed and untreated. If you regularly have signs and symptoms of a migraine, it, it you could keep a record book on your attacks and how you treated them. Then you could take it to your, make an appointment with your healthcare provider and take it there to discuss your headaches. Um, if you have a history of headaches, seeing your healthcare provider, make sure you see them if the pattern changes or mm -hmm. you, the headache feels different, right? Mm -hmm. So if you get any like abrupt severe headaches, like a thunderclap, you would want to 
reach out to your healthcare provider. Um, headache with a fever, confusion, seizures, um, double vision, numbness or weakness in any part of the body that could be a sign of a stroke. Mm -hmm. So you would definitely want to follow up with a healthcare provider that way. Mm. Um, if you have a head injury and mm -hmm. have a headache as a result of that, you definitely want to talk to a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, chronic headaches that worsen after coughing, exertion, straining, or sudden movements. Mm. Um, and then basically if you, so you, for instance, mm -hmm. if you all of a sudden started getting new headache type mm -hmm. pains after the age of 50, it, it's definitely something you want to talk about. Oh, I keep thinking aneurysms. I mean, we've heard often about people that just, you know, they're hit that fast. And it all it depends on is how quickly can you get your butt to the ER to be able to um, either decrease the uh, the likelihood of dying or, you know, how quickly can they help you decrease any other residual things that might happen. Yeah. Scary. What is crazy about a migraine is really, truly, I don't think they're fully understood. Oh, gosh, no. Like modern medicine, we can figure out some things, but we can't figure out other things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't understand how a lot of things work, so. No, medicine <laughs> is amazing, and I am thankful every day for people that think that's awesome enough to spend their life to figure it out. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Causes. So, um. Though they're not fully understood, genetics and environmental factors appear to play a role. Changes in the brain, brain stem and its interactions with the trigeminal nerve, a major pain pathway, might be involved. So might imbalance um, the brain chemical imbalances, including serotonin, which helps regulate pain in your nervous system. Researchers have, are studying the role of the serotonin and um, trying to figure out which one of those hormones and neurons and all of the things might be getting interrupted. And, and thus causing your pain. Crazy. Triggers? Mm -hmm. Let's talk triggers, Julie. Trigger. Um, so hormonal changes in women, fluctuations mm -hmm. in estrogen, um, such as before during menstrual periods, pregnancy, menopause, those seem to be big triggers mm -hmm. in a lot of women. Mm -hmm. um, hormonal medications, such as oral contraceptives, can also worsen migraines. And But there's also the opposite, because some women find that taking those medications actually help the migraine. So we're all super individual. There's no way you can write a book on migraines and it's a, it's a cookie cutter for everybody yeah, no way. or any, any disease in the world. True. <laughs> Drinks. So, um, alcohol, especially wine, which I am, I can't even smell wine without getting a headache. Oh, really? Yeah. It's crazy. White I've, or red? White or red. I've, I've also been told that it might be the quality of the wine that, so like a super <laughs> Mad high dog quality. is really going to be yeah, bad. That one's out. That one's, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, wine does it for me. Interesting. Um, also caffeine for uh -huh. a lot of people. For me, there's a balance. Mm -hmm. If I go overboard, then it's, I'm in trouble, but. I still like to push the envelope a little on that one. <laughs> uh, stress. So stress, work, things like that can cause uh, migraines. Yeah, you're a textbook know that. on that yeah. one. You could write a book on that for me. Yep. Um, sensory stimuli. So basically brighter flashing lights sometimes can induce migraines. Loud sounds, strong smells. That one's one for me. That would be like paint thinners, perfumes, um, secondhand smoke. L uh, last week, you came downstairs from your office, yes. and one of our caregivers had just left, mm -hmm. and she had some kind of a body spray on that about sent you. I know it was packing. It in. was it was interesting, and, and then it lingered for a long, long time, and then I was like, "Oh, it stuck to me," and it's just interesting because yeah. I'm so impacted by 
smells. Well, anyway. we've had clients that nobody that went in could have any kind of sprays, deodorants, mm-hmm. um, perfumes, anything because they were so sensitive mm-hmm. to smells. It's weird for me because um, although I do like one out of every 5,000 home visits, it's always a concern when I'm going to do a home visit that because if there are strong smells in the home, mm-hmm. it, it can be a very big trigger. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. enough about me. Well, no, <laughs> one more thing is um, even knowing like if somebody smokes, mm-hmm. the, there was one time that you and I were both had to be at this thing, but we were driving separately and I was taking the person with mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so glad I ended up being the one to haul this person because you would have gotten sick mm-hmm, I because they had that smoke smell on mm-hmm. them. And then of course I had to air out my vehicle right. uh, after I got rid of them. But I just was very thankful that unfortunately I got the short straw yeah, on I'm the thankful. transport because I knew that it would, it would affect you for the rest of the day. Yeah. You're like, I can't have you being a baby for the rest of the day. I can't take it. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> sleep changes. This is a very, very big one for some people mm-hmm. is basically missing missing sleep. And they actually even say that getting too much sleep at times can trigger migraines. Oh. Um, physical strain. So intense physical exertion um, could provoke a migraine. Weather changes. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Medications, even some foods and definitely food additives. So sometimes like sweeteners that aspartame and um, monosodium glutamate. MSG. I hear about that one. I'm a not lot of usually times. very sensitive to a lot, but th- one of my favorite Chinese places here. Mm-hmm. At sometimes I get a tummy ache right after that, and it's got to be the MSG. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how much they added in that day. Unless they powdered up some broccoli and put it in there, that could be. <laughs> it. Or maybe it was cooked on a grill or like a flat top or something <sighs> where broccoli had once been broccoli. <laughs> Okay, so risk factors. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, there are some things that maybe make you more prone to having migraines. Um, Family history. Again, my girls are doomed. Age. Mm -hmm. Um, Migraines can begin at any age, though the first often occur during adolescence, and they tend to peak during your 30s and then gradually become less severe and less frequent in the following decades. So Sammy girl, is she had that happen. She's... My, our oldest daughter, basically, mm-hmm. she really, really hit the peak of her um, migraine situation right, ar- right around that 30-year mark. Is she starting to have less of them then? She is starting to have less of them. She is getting those um, actually Botox treatments. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And But she says that she can always tell when, because I don't remember how frequently she gets the shots, mm-hmm. maybe like three months or something. I don't remember. Anyway, um, as she gets closer to needing to get her next shot, she can tell because she'll start getting. Oh, that's really awesome. She's again. found something to at least temper some of it. Yes. And then in your advanced age, um, <laughs> you've been are waiting you? for a hundred. <laughs> How many? Uh, hey, I thought, mm-hmm. I seriously thought I was 43 for the last three years. <laughs> Somebody was asking about how old my brother was. And I was like, hmm, well, he's not that close to 50 because I'm only 43. And then I did the math and I was like, uh. <laughs> yes. So yeah. speaking of your advanced age, yes. oh, back to that. Uh, do you notice any lessening of the intensity or the, the, uh, how often you're getting them? Well, you know what I did? I really got a handle on my work situation and the trigger that is you. And since you are downstairs and I'm upstairs now, um, that combined with my advanced age, do you people see what I work with? You were just dying to burn me. Oh, well, you got me back even worse. So that didn't work. Now did it? No. Um, actually, yes. I think with my advanced age, I am seeing less and less of those headaches. But 
though, on that it's not always true because we just went through an audit <laughs> and we just went through some stuff that were pretty intensive, you know, for uh, administratively uh, terrible. being held accountable, blah, 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 blah. You freak <laughs> I, out. Oh, yeah. And I then you get too. a headache, then you barf, and then you're ready to go. Well, and what's funny about it is, like, we have the audit. We know it's going to happen every year. We know our stuff is, like, spot on. Mm -hmm. We get through it. Everything is 100% what it needs to be. There I is know. no reason to freak out at all. Yet I've suffered 37 migraines in a matter of three days. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> anyway, um, did you also know that women are three times more likely than men to have migraines. Oh, so. And then again, the hormonal changes. Those are risk factors. Does Kevin's brothers have migraines? That's a great question. Because if he's one of the anomalies here. Right. Because he's definitely not a woman. Yeah, he is not a woman. So it'd be interesting to know if, if since it, it you had said on both sides of the family, yep. and you meant him right. and you, but going down further down his chain. I'm going to... Probably assume yes, but I would not testify to it in court. There you go. Okay. Okay. So complications. Uh, taking painkillers too often can trigger serious medication overuse headaches. Mm -hmm. um, the high risk seem to be um, with aspirin, acetaminophen, Tylenol. <laughs> A what? Acetaminophen? Yes, that. <laughs> and caffeine combinations. <laughs> I'm getting a headache. Just like, you know what does it to me? Mm. I cannot take Tylenol PM. Oh, the P I, and I used to be able to take it, but if I take it now, I will wake up with a headache every single time. There's a couple of things that you like, I love NyQuil. When I feel like I'm getting a cold, I knock myself out with NyQuil. Yeah. But in the morning I feel very druggish. Mm -hmm. Like, Ooh, I love NyQuil. That, that was a bender and I wasn't <laughs> even on a bender. Yeah, it'll really kick you right square in the butt. In the butt. Butt to ox. Um, overuse headaches uh, may also occur if you take aspirin or ibuprofen, which is Advil, Motrin IB, and others, or more than 14 days a month, or triptans, if they trigger a migraine. Yeah, and if you've been taking those medications for a long time and you're having uh, headaches, and it hasn't occurred to you that maybe it's that's what's causing it. So just think about it. Yeah. Even the words that you can't say. Possibly. <laughs> yes. So um, back to the weather change. Yes. Um, so that's really interesting um, uh, because some people are very sensitive to like the barometer and such. Mm -hmm. Bright sunlight, extreme head, um, heat or cold, sun glare, high humidity, dry air, windy or stormy weather, the barometric uh, pressure changes. Mm -hmm. So... Um, if you think that it's triggered by the weather, you know, keep a headache diary, um, listing each migraine, when it happened, how long it lasted, and what could have caused it, uh, monitoring weather changes and avoiding triggers if at all possible. Uh, for example, stay indoors during very cold or windy weather. If this um, appears to trigger your migraines, mm -hmm. uh, these people cannot be farmers or ranchers, I, That's obviously. exactly what I was just thinking. Yeah. If you are a farmer or rancher, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, yeah you're just going to get a headache because it's damn cold out. <laughs> Um, taking your migraine medication at the first sign of the migraine. I'm making, oh, here we go. Making healthy lifestyle choice, livestock. <laughs> See, I'm still back on the farm and ranch stuff. Um, making healthy lifestyle choices and eat healthy food, foods, exercise, <laughs> regularly drink enough water. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Drinking a lot of water is a good thing. Um, get enough sleep and keep your stress under control. 
I got myself one of those uh, really controversial Stanley cups for Valentine's Day oh, with boy. some beautiful roses in it. Yeah, Kevin I've... is a, just an amazing human. But <sighs> anyway, so uh, that is my... Basically, when the flowers are no longer pretty enough to remain and they have to be thrown out, then I can start drinking water. Out of your new Stanley. Out of my new Stanley. Very cool. Yeah. Um, there was a article in AARP, and it just talked about the migraines. And so we're just going to go through this real quick um, about like some of the new things that you can use. Um, powerful new treatment options. Um, more than half of those with migraines say they're constantly juggling treatments in order to find the right one. Mm-hmm. And you had to do that. It it takes a while uh-huh. to figure it out. Yeah. 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 Just because you got to try it more than once to see if that was truly the trigger. Hmm. And sometimes if I like want to eat something that I know maybe might be a problem, but sometimes I'm just like, eh, I'm going to go for it anyway. I'm going to risk it. I've heard you Which say not that. smart, but. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a headache, but this is so worth it. Yeah, and it never is. Well, that's just like when you eat crab or lobster. Yeah, um, you know you're gonna get a butter gut later on, <laughs> and, but it was so dang worth it just because it was so delicious. Yes. Shout out to the Wind Buffet in Las Vegas. <laughs> they have some really, really, really good uh, crab there. Awesome, <laughs> but you will get hit by the butter later. Uh, funny. Um, I, they're always coming up with new like oral medications and things mm-hmm. that you can, a lot of, I think some people take, um, you know, like probably preventative daily type stuff. Right. And then some people have the, you know, you take this at the first sign of a migraine. I'm pretty sure when my mom was experiencing them really, you know, frequently, mm-hmm. I think they put her on some type of a blood pressure medication oh, I bet. that actually, I bet that helped her. That makes a lot of sense actually. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So, cause what they're doing is blocking the action or, or pathway or connection of brain cells involved in triggering the attacks. Um, typically these are used as needed, um, to treat a migraine in progress. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you're going to just have to talk to your doctor and look at, you know, clinical trials, like you're saying mm-hmm. with every malady out there, there's somebody studying something like a uh, frog mucus. <laughs> yes. So nasal spray um, can bring relief within 30 minutes. Not every nasal spray. We're talking about a big word that I don't know how to say. It starts with a Z. <laughs> Ends with a T. <laughs> Talk to your doctor yeah. about that nasal yeah. spray for migraines. Um, and so um, basically they say that the nasal spray actually might work for you if you experience the nausea and vomiting. So this will Ooh. help you not then barf up the medication, the pill that you took. Yeah, because you know what the alternative is? A suppository. Well, that's coming up. That's why I quit. I was like, I'm not doing that. So I'm going to just not have headaches anymore. Is that what you said? Self? (laughs) Self? Yeah. Thou shall not get any type of suppository. I, yeah. Anyway, so I can't look at Alyssa right now. I can't imagine what's happening on her face right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, the nasal spray sounds great because I just said self. If this is the alternative... Then stop having headaches. I didn't know there was a suppository. For um, nausea. Oh. It's like fenugrin, I think. Oh, right on. Yeah. Not right on. Well, <laughs> I've heard of fenugrin, so that's yes. why I'm saying that. Well, I take, when I would get fenugrin, it would be in the form of a shot in my butt. Ew. Part You'd rather get a shot than a... Yes. Are you insane? <laughs> I won't get a shot. You Okay. 
You'd rather have a suppository than a shot? I'm thinking neither. Oh, okay. But before I would get the shot, I'd probably do the other. You can't even say it. You would not. Suppository, <laughs> suppository, suppository. So I can say it. <laughs> oh my God. This has taken a turn. And I was actually meaning to say in the beginning of this, that, you know, if, if, if you listeners, viewers, whatever, actually came back after our bodily functions, we've probably lost you for sure by now. This is serious stuff. I mean, honestly, I will not get a shot. The anticipation of the shot is so much worse than the shot itself. Anywho, huh, I back, guess back to the nasal spray. Pick- <laughs> I mean, I really brought this on myself because I was the fault. one. This is your said. fault. We went down a rabbit hole. We did. Rabbit hole. So check with your doctor about the nasal spray for migraines because, and the, the nausea. I, However, there are other options that you can look at. Yeah. Injectables. <clears throat> those are the ones that you'll do, but not I. Yeah. Neuromodulation. That was a big word, and I said it all by myself. Good job. Yeah. They're a device that stimulate the nerves to help regulate the nervous system functions, which decrease migraines. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that would be a good one. And then green light. What? Well, you think about, like, what is it? Is it blue light? Or what is it that mm-hmm. comes off of your computer screen? Yeah, whereas blue light is agitating to the migraine brain, green light is considered to be brain-friendly. I think they have actually glasses. We'll have to put that in our glasses um, podcast, but they have. I've heard of the blue. Yeah. Is it a blue glasses? What do they well, call it? I don't know what they are. But anyway, whatever it is, it's supposed to help with that like computer glow. Uh-huh. Well, the problem is computers, I mean, we're in front of them for hours, mm-hmm. whereas we used to never be, right? Yes. And so um, the green light may act on cells in your retina that alter your perception of pain. Huh. See the things we learn. Yeah. So, so basically, what is what do we do for relief for migraines? I think we've kind of talked through some of it, but um, it's it's really a lot of it is co- comes down to figuring out those triggers and can you avoid those things. Some of the time, it's not going to be avoidable. Yeah. Um, and then trying to get treatment on board as quick as you can. Um, this says for preventative therapies, um, the Botox, mm-hmm. which yeah. I didn't know until I heard Sammy was doing yeah. them. So, because Botox to me is when you're trying to make the big lips Mm -hmm. or you're trying to not sag. (laughs) And then you just look surprised all the time. I'm surprised. (laughs) Um, But where did, so where did, did she get a shot in the butt? Or where, (laughs) where do you get Get your mind out of the gutter? (laughs) I'm wondering now. It's all around in the face. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? See? See, she's, she's amazing because. How many shots is that? I don't know how many she got, but I have heard that it can be a lot. Ah. All over. So you're just like, beasting, 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 beasting. You know, the worst shot is Novocaine. No, it's actually, what do they say? It's the pinch before the Novocaine. Whatever they, the lidocaine, is that mm-hmm. what they mm-hmm. do first? Mm-hmm. Oh, does do they num- number up? Sorry, I was talking about like at the dentist. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Okay. I've had to have those. You've heard of a dentist before. I try not to go, but <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway, have you ever had to have a shot when you like yes. Then I get slobbered the whole damn rest of the day. Yes. Yes. Those are the worst ones. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know what it feels like on the outside. Well, but Sammy's tough. Apparently, it's not worse than, me. than 
Oh yeah, the migraines because no, she's, she's getting willing migraines, to go through I guess it. you would have to get a little bit stronger to say I, these are not worth it to me. So I'm going to then suffer this to yeah. be able to not suffer that. Exactly. Good lord, um, people are very getting very excited about the new things that are coming down the pike for um, different migraines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Yeah, because everybody they're working hard on trying to help people yeah. feel better. Well, if you've suffered from migraines, you know that <coughs> I am. We we are a desperate group, and I am very very blessed. I, I'm making fun of you a little bit, but I really am so tickled pink that I am not one of those people that has to even know what it feels like. Yeah, and I'm pretty damn lucky. I know that. Yes, so. yes, you are. Yes. Uh, but I also can tell when you come in in the morning mm-hmm. or you come down from your desk because you've been in front of it staring <laughs> at numbers, I only have to look at your eyes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything really dumb right now because she's not <laughs> in the mood. <laughs> Don't ask her any like really important no, questions. No, or keep make it, any super keep bad it light. Jokes. Keep it light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, anyway. Our prayer for you is that you don't have migraines and that if you do have them, you have found some sort of relief. Keep that journal until you figure it out because there's got to be a trigger, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my story for to wrap stuff up <laughs> is that there was an elderly man was stopped by the police around 2 a.m. And he was asked where he was going at that time of the night. And the man replied, I'm on my way to a lecture about alcohol abuse and the effects it has on the human body as well as smoking and staying out late. The officer then asked, really, who's giving that lecture at this time of the night? The man replied, that would be my wife. <laughs> that's really he good. He already knew he was getting a butt chewing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in today. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go do that anywhere you listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, go like our Paga Care and Share Facebook group. Yep, yep. And if you have stories, if you have grandma sayings, if you have verses, any of those things, email them to Julie at Apaga Home Care or Inga at ApagaHomeCare.com. Love it. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Have a wonderful day. The caregiven name is a registered trademark of the Veritrust Health Incorporated Company. Ipaga is not connected to, affiliated with, or endorsed by Veritrust or any of its affiliates. Mm-hmm.